let's do her number 39. No, way more. We've done way more than 39. We've done 58. It's 58. Yeah, I just looked it up. 58. Oh, yeah. Die Hard on a podcast number 58. That's the way this rolls. And we're doing Casino, which I think is appropriate for episode 58 because I don't think we've ever done a Sports AZ movie, have we? No, no. That's what I was wanting too. Like, if we'd ever, like, done a Scorsese, I think, yeah, we haven't done one yet. And yeah, we would, like, I mean, little story. We were going to do one. We were doing casino movies because I was supposed to go to Vegas this weekend to meet up with some, some buddies of ours. And I couldn't because I went to get a rental car, right? Right. Right. I paid for it. I paid for it through, like, the Travelocity and everything. Got a good deal. So I go pick up the car, right? Uh, you need a credit card. Like I was like, what? I was like, what's well, paid for, right? It's, they're like, yeah, it's paid for, but you need a credit card to hold two hundred bucks. Which the more I think about it, the more I don't, that doesn't make any sense because all my money is in my bank account. Yeah. So I couldn't use I couldn't use my debit card to hold. Like it was like it's a like security, but like if yeah, I'm like gonna a wreck, de- like a deposit. If I'm gonna wreck it, <laughs> if I'm gonna wreck it. That my 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 debit card has all the money. Like that's the money you want. Yeah. But yeah, I still yeah. had to have like a credit card with two hundred bucks on it just to hold it, and I didn't have that, so I couldn't rent the fucking car. That is ridiculous, and that's why you couldn't go. Cause yeah, because I just say yeah. It's like oh that blows. Because I didn't want to take. I didn't want to take the. I didn't want to take the car because I didn't want to leave Leslie in without a car, car. No matter, like just in case. Right. Right. With the, with the little man, but yeah, I was like, it, I was already, I was, it was fucking paid for. Like, I have a debit card. Like, I have. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking stupid, dude. That is just awful. Like, I mean, and that's the thing is, you're like, here's a debit card. If something fucks up, then I guess, <coughs> I guess with a credit card that they could check to see what your credit limit is, and if your credit limit's better than two hundred bucks, then they're guaranteed that they can just jank two hundred bucks <coughs> off there, where it's possible you could trash the car with a debit card. And then they try and take the 200 bucks or whatever they try and take. And they're like, yes, yeah, sorry, he doesn't have that. He spent all his money renting the fucker. Um, it's yeah, still but pretty... it's one of those things where it's like, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like, I like you could hold it like 200 bucks in my debit yeah. or however. Yeah. You could like I have like 200 bucks the, there, yeah, but like I don't have 200 on credit card. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, that is a little bit ridiculous because, or at least... At the very least, it's something that they should have been, like, really upfront about. It's like, hey, you know, to, to make this deal, you're going to need a credit card, not a debit card. You're going to need an actual credit card. And so then you could have said, oh, okay, well, I'll try and find something else, you know? I mean, supposedly it's on their websites. And, like, I was telling them, I was like, it doesn't say it anywhere. Yeah. And she's like, oh, did, did you go through, like, a third-party website? I was like, yeah. They're like, yeah, they don't, they don't say that on there. I was like. That's cool. Maybe they should start. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 what, but what does, what do they care? Because they still got my money. I, I didn't. I couldn't get a refund. So you couldn't get a refund. Nah, it was like uh, it was already bought and paid, basically. That's bullshit. That's really that's really awful. Then you know, like I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was like it's like if it's like that, like I'm supposed to pay. I was supposed to like pick it up right then. So it's like. I feel like if I maybe if it was like twenty four hour notice maybe, but like right right then, yeah, I was like I'm pretty much I was basically I I I pretty much knew I was gonna be fucked out of that money, but that blows. Yeah, that really that really blows. I wish there was some easy like recourse to that where you could you know, I don't know. There was like nothing. There was nothing we could do either because it was like it was like 
we could put money on a credit card, but it wasn't going to show up for a couple of days. I'm like, that's right. not going to help me. Yeah. I'm going to lose out of the 200 bucks on a credit card now. So it's like, I just ate the 70 bucks and just told Pat, sorry, man, <laughs> like yeah. I, I can't make it. Well, at least it was only $70. That's not really that all that terrible. No, no, it's like, it could have been worse. And I mean, it still sucks. And it, I mean, the bigger picture is that you were going to go to Vegas and have a good time, you know, hanging out, seeing shows, being in Vegas, partying or whatever. And, now you had it, you ended up having to yeah. be sitting around, which blows. They look like they have Watching a good Ice time Age. too. I saw they <laughs> I saw they posted that they met Penn from Penn and Teller. Yeah, I saw that. I saw someone posted a picture of like his like his like his uh his goodies or whatever, like on a on a table. He's like, Miss now I'm like, Yeah. Oh, I, I see. So that was that was to you. I thought it was just to the Facebook crowd in general, like, ha, fuck you, I'm partying in Vegas. Um, I mean, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was me because I was. I was. I was telling him what was happening. And I told him, I "Was like, look, I. I was. I, I was. I was. I was going. I was an hour away from leaving, and yeah, man. Yeah, I had. I had. I had. I had my own box of goodies. I was taking with them right. with that, me, and that, that I. Heart, I just had man. to go. So I, I just had to eat, like sit here all day, like for two days, and eat, 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 eat. Uh, eat brownies and drink vodka. <laughs> you know what I mean? And see, I'm kind of going through the same thing here um, with, but not nearly to that extent. Whereas I was supposed to go down to Baltimore and go partying with Shifty and some of her friends in Baltimore. And I was really looking forward to it. Um, but like, I'm really bad with money, like really bad. Like I don't have credit cards either because I'm so terrible with money. So any money that I have yeah. saved, I intentionally make it so that I can't like, just immediately get it, you know, like I have to kind of go through <laughs> like steps and like sell stocks and bonds and gold or whatever. Um, because if I didn't do that, like I would just spend it as fast as I had it. Um, but yeah. so like Friday I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I was going to go, go down to Baltimore and party. I was like, I'll take a little bit of money out. Um, mm-hmm. not thinking it would be a big deal and totally forgetting that today was a holiday, which means the money's not coming out till tomorrow, which doesn't help me at all. Oh, no. yeah so <laughs> so like i don't know i may still go down with like the whole like 100 bucks and see that's the problem is you know if i was going out in cumberland for 100 bucks it would be like no problem that's like a really good time if i'm going out in baltimore <laughs> with 100 bucks that's like not so much you know <laughs> You're cumbling with a hundred bucks. You're like high roller. Yeah, man. And I've got freaking <laughs> women hanging out with me, and freaking dudes slap me on the back because I'm freaking buying shots. You know, in Baltimore, I'm like buying one round and then just looking pathetically while everybody buys drinks. <laughs> You're like rolling out like in casino and cumbling with your hundred bucks. You're like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess I should stop <laughs> bitching about our our freaking easy like lives being dull or uh, all the good things that are supposed to happen to us don't. Uh, and we can bring up the movie, which I actually kind of lucked into this one. When I brought Casino up, I just watched it that day, so I was like, "What about Casino?" Oh, nice. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I started watching it yesterday, and I had I had the baby here, so I was like. When he he went down for a nap, I started watching it, and so I watched like half of it. But then last night he went down. And I was super tired. And I started it up again. I was like, oh, I'm I'm only gonna make it through like ten minutes of this. But like I, I was able to finish it, which is 
it's a three-hour movie, and I was able to finish it in two sittings, is which is kind of impressive yeah. for me. Well, <laughs> we were talking about that actually when we were watching it um, the other day. We that was something that we mentioned that it was awesome how a three-hour movie, and this is even worse because I think it was on television with commercials, so it was more like a four-hour movie. And we were talking oh, about how it um, was so good that you didn't notice that you, we just basically sat there all afternoon watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Lord of the Rings on TV. It's just like it's like two days worth. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and note to the audience: if you've ever not seen Casino, if you've not seen Casino before, don't like make the first time you've seen it be on television because it's missing a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I'm shocked it was like as long as it was. It should have been like like ten minutes long. You know, like the scene where the scene where he like pops, he puts the guy's head in a vice and and like pops his eye out and he's like torturing him right before he kills him, like. That's not even in the movie when you watch it on TV. <laughs> like, that whole part is, like, not in that movie. Like, you make us pop your fucking eyeball out for, for whoever, the, whatever the name yeah, is. Yeah, for that piece of shit. Uh, I think this this is probably Joe Pesci is actually a little better in this than in Goodfellas. Because I, I, we had the argument that, well, you know, Joe mm. Pesci's... this. I was like, this is probably Joe Pesci's best movie. And somebody was like, I don't know. He was awesome in Goodfellas. And I was kind of like, well, he was. I'm not trying to take away. But I think he's a little bit better in Casino. <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 he's like that other character at times, like Eleven in Casino for sure. Yeah, and I think that whole story um, between uh, the you know Robert De Niro and, and Joe Pesci's character is a really good one mm. because everybody has that friend that like mm. yeah they love him but they also like don't want to be around him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's the one thing that like sticks out for Casino. It's like <laughs> Joe Pesci is such a terrible person, but like like. Robert De Niro is like it's his friend, so he's like he's always just like trying to kind of help him, you know. What I mean, like like tough love type stuff, and like Joe Pesci's just like, nah, man, fuck this. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> and like and, and he's always giving him real good advice, like yeah, and then maybe you don't want to just go starting a huge gang war here. People want to keep things quiet, and, you know. Being like, here's the voice of wisdom. I'm trying to keep you from getting killed, buddy, because I know they're gonna kill you. You keep stirring shit like this. <laughs> And he's like, no way, fuck that, I'm stirring the pot. I'm going to do all kinds of crazy robberies and, and everything. Yeah, his excuse was always like, well, they're in fucking, they're back home in New York or Chicago or wherever. Or, and he's like, no, I'm out here, so they don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm just going to do whatever I want and just and where does it just, get, shoot, up, where just does, shoot up places. <laughs> where does it get him? Spoiler alert, nowhere good. In a fucking corn corn patch, <laughs> the cornfield, beaten half to death and buried alive in a cornfield somewhere. Not the not the end I'd pick if I had a choice. Uh, and I love. I mean, I was like, what's that? Uh, I love Sharon Stone's character in it. She's so amazing. Yeah, it's probably her. It's gotta be her best role. For yeah, sure. absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you know, like, there's just, like, a lot of depth to her character. And it's one of those things where it drives you crazy because you know, she knows how bad that dude is for her. <laughs> she knows how bad James Woods is. And she knows that she can't do anything about it because she's always going to love that fucking piece of shit bag. 
Uh, James Woods playing a, a, a real stretch, a real giant piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah, we oh, knew now, but we so, knew that. Like when we knew then, we knew so now. Fantastically like, greasy in that man. Like that's the only word I can think to describe him is like that dude is so greasy. <laughs> I should just say James Woods as himself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, freaking. Um, I just love, like, I mean, it's so, such a human story that, you, you know, Robert De Niro's literally giving her everything, and and it's never going to she's gonna, still going to uh, fuck it up. Yeah, it's never going to, it's never going to work. And I mean, and she straight up tells him that. She, like, when he asks her to marry him, she's like, look, I'll tell you what, you know, you can give me the whole world, and I'm still going to freaking suck this other dude's dick and give him all your money every chance, every time he asks. And he's like, Robert De Niro's like, yeah, I can make that work. <laughs> well, I was listening to the commentary and it's funny. It was, it's such a simple, simple line, but like the, the, the author, Nicholas Pileggi was on that talking about, he's just like, these guys, he's like, they're dealing with millions and millions of dollars and they still fucked it up. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, he's like, it was simple as that. He's like, these guys are on these four casinos and they just like, they couldn't just like sit back and like earn the money. They had like an instant gratification, and they just fucked everything up. How they always like right? Yeah, <laughs> they can't. They just can't save themselves, which is true. Although I believe in <clears throat> real life, as in Casino, oh, I can't remember the guy's name either. I actually read a book about him years and years ago. I, mm. I want to say Ira something. I don't know, but freaking the real life guy actually kind of did like survive the whole thing and like retire whereas the real life guy who's joe pesci's characters on they don't actually know he was beat to death and buried in a cornfield they actually don't know what happened to the dude just that he stopped coming around <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how these people just stop showing up to things that's weird <laughs> yeah um one of the things i wanted to talk about like I, that i remember from the book too was that you know the whole scene where um, he's telling the chefs like how many muffins, how many blueberries to put in each muffin. Um, yeah. like apparently that's a true story. And not only is it true, but it was like a legend amongst all the employees, you know, like they always, whenever they always were telling like the new guy, like how much of a fucking tyrant this dude was that ran the <laughs> casino, they would tell the story of him fricking demanding that he put like X amount of blueberries in his muffins. I mean, which was a legit issue. Yeah. And, like, I know a lot of that stuff was real where, like, he got banned from the gaming casino. So he was, like, coming in and he his job was just that he was, like, the bus boy. But he was really the dude, like, running all the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, on the commentary, they were talking about who this, this person is based on. And, yeah, he, like, he survived and... The the one the author was talking about how he's got tape like all these FBI tapes of the Joe Pesci character whatever his name was like saying all this stuff and he was just like he was like half this stuff he's like I couldn't make any half this shit up it's like I was just writing down what he was saying and then right putting it into the movie <laughs> yeah. Frank Rosenthal that's the guy's name the the guy's okay. real name was Frank Rosenthal he was he was meant uh based on. I can't remember what book that was that I read about him, too, because I think it was just about the gangsters in... Like, it wasn't necessarily about him. It was just about gangs in Las Vegas and how they started it and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might have been this book. I mean, this book, when they were making it, wasn't out yet, but I think I think it's come out since then. <laughs> it's been over yeah. 15 years. 
I'm sure it's yeah, and now. it's it's saying here that he also really did survive a um, car bombing, which is mm. pretty awesome. Speaking of which, have you ever seen? This is a fantastic uh, gangster movie. Is Kill the Irishman? With um, mm, I have seen that one. <laughs> seen that one. You didn't like it? No, no. I was a huge fan of that. Some of the scenes in that were really good. I think there's like a montage. I remember a really good montage. Right. I was just like, I, I, I was like, I wish this was the entire movie because this montage this is awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I remember. It was like, but then it was like from be- before and after. I was like, I don't like this at all. Right. Um. Yeah. No. But, just uh, I just love the scene. There was a scene in it where the union boss like sends his his freaking thug to like beat up uh Joe Green, and Joe Green mm-hmm. like kills the dude. And takes his glasses back to the mob boss, and the mob boss likes <laughs> like he sees he sees him and he starts calling out for his thug, and he just slaps the guy in the face and hands him the glasses and walks out. Uh, I don't know. It's a freaking fantastic scene. I'll have to find it sometime. But we'll go back back to Casino. Um, I just I mean, it's a it's a it's it's a stacked cast though, isn't it? Kill, Kill the Irishman has like a ton of people. Oh yeah, there. Val Kilmer, um, Christopher Walken. Uh, a who's who of of, of B movie right of movies now? <laughs> yeah, I feel like Vincent D'Onofrio's in there at some point. I'm sure. Okay, he's usually in those. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's. I bet. I bet he's in that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm reading about this like the real life comparisons, and it says that uh, Anthony Spilatro, 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 who is the Joe Pesci character actually was killed mm-hmm. alongside his brother and the parried were buried in a cornfield in Indiana. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there so, you go. Okay, well, good for them. That's, that sounds like a terrible way to go. <laughs> that does not sound like a good way to go at all. No, that sounds horrible. <clears throat> I mean, well, speaking of the casino and Goodfellas comparison, I think when you come down, like it's one of those things where I think you like either Goodfellas or Casino more, and I think Goodfellas is still a better movie. Yeah. Even though Casino has like, I mean, Casino by no means is a bad. It's not even close to a bad movie. It's just like I think the comparison for Goodfellas and Casino is always. I think is, there's always a comparison between the two. Yeah, they're very I similar, think, and I think he released them really close to each other too, right? Well, maybe there were six yeah, or I mean, seven years between that. But I think I think if, yeah I think. But they're basically like he was he was he was calling it on the commentary basically like a spiritual sequel to Goodfellas. Okay. <clears throat> which well, is which makes sense and it's like but it's like Goodfellas is like I was watching it last night I was like why doesn't Casino quite gets like it doesn't get me as much as Goodfellas does and it's like well because the near <laughs> the character basically this is basically Goodfellas without like the Henry Hill character yeah who's like sympathetic and like there's no sympath- sympathetic characters in Casino at all like. No, not really. Like De Niro is not that. De Niro is. I mean, he's not a bad guy, but he's not a good guy, and he's not the most likable guy either. Yeah. He's just when he's Sharon, just like a numbers crunching guy. When Sharon so. Stone playing a freaking cheating whore of a wife is like the most sympathetic character, it's kind of like downhill, you know. <laughs> when you when you, you want to feel sorry for somebody, I kind of felt sorry for the freaking little the the, the pit boss that was incompetent that. <laughs> Uh, Robert De Niro fired and started the whole war with the gaming commission over. Joe Bob Briggs. Mm-hmm. That's Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, I felt <laughs> I felt kind of sorry for him, but he wasn't very massive of a character. 
You know, no, and like, I mean, you gotta think, <laughs> you, you gotta think with uh, Joe Pesci's character, this Spilatoro feller, uh, you know, he's so empathetic, uh, he's so unsympathetic of a character that whenever you see him getting beat to death with a baseball bat buried in a cornfield, you think, yeah, he probably had that coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like you have more sympathy for his like his his cousin or whatever that he's that he gets beat up first. He has to watch. Yeah, like you feel bad. Like you feel worse for him than like Joe Pesci. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that but, uh, that's a pretty bad one. <laughs> but, oh. uh, yeah, so I mean, where, where do you rank this in your like Scorsese movies? Not to the spot, but ah, uh, it's a tough call. I mean, it's definitely not my favorite Scorsese. Fig- like, I would say I like Goodfellas a little bit more. I'm kind of with you, and I I don't know if I think Goodfellas is my favorite. Although mm. it might it might be, you know, <laughs> like all of the classics like Mean Streets and like Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, like all '70s Mark Scorsese. Like, I understand like why it's good from a from a mm. you know a standpoint of like film and it's not that i'm saying they're bad movies i don't think they're quite as entertaining as like goodfellas or casino <clears throat> uh, like a little bit more of his like 80s early 90s like flashier work you know yeah goodfellas is like it's like like the word cliche but he's like firing on all cylinders and fucking goodfellas and it's just like he's like like all his other movies here like he's on fucking cocaine and dr- like drunk drinking but like goodfellas is like clean sober right. scorsese which is which is somehow better than coked up scorsese <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i see that i it seems like that was kind of peak so yeah i would say casino's up there but i don't know if, like I, again i don't know if i'd do it better than taxi driver i mean taxi driver is pretty freaking amazing and also really kind of groundbreaking in a way that mm. uh you know casino it definitely wasn't well, that's a, that's a funny thing, too, when you think of, like, I'm talking about Casino not having any sympathetic characters, and a lot of his movies don't have them, kind of, but when he, like, they shouldn't be sympathetic characters, but you feel worse for, like, Travis Bickle, who is a sociopath. But, like, his, the portrayal of him is, like, a little more, like, it's a little better than this this um, Ace, yeah. Ace Rothstein character, so. And same with Raging Bull, like, that guy's, Jake Lamont is, like, a piece of shit. But, like, yeah. that movie... It's like like it's legit my favorite movie, but it's a it's a hard watch, and you, I don't just throw it in every day yeah, to watch it. I could definitely see why, because it is kind of a painful watch. You know, they made another movie. I saw another movie not too long ago, and I can't remember it, but it was about Jake LaMotta um, like mm. later on in life and how the mob wanted to, like, after he kind of <laughs> lost his box, boxing career, the mob wanted him to kind of be an enforcer, and he didn't really want to do it. And... Oh, really? Yeah, I have to figure out what the name of that movie was. It wasn't a good movie. I shouldn't even say you know, like, it. was kind of just like, oh, okay. It was like one of those ones that I had the movie and not like the time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Raging Bull is like, yeah. Like I said, it's it's actually like it's been my favorite movie for a long, long time. It never, never wavers. So yeah, I remember when I for the first time I watched it, I was just like, "Holy hell!" You know, I mean, it's such a quiet. Like, I mean, it's not a quiet movie, but it has such quiet points. It's kind of like disconcerting. Hmm. It's like we saw it. I, I saw it not fairly recently, but like when we first moved out to LA a few years ago, they had a 4K presentation of it at the uh, 
the classic Egyptian theater, right, up, up on Hollywood there, and it, like it was like it was so fucking awesome. <laughs> right. It was just like it's a pristine, beautiful. It was loud. It was big. It was. Just, oh, I like, bet that was happening. awesome. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've watched it since, to be honest, either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything cool. more that I really. There's so much to Casino that, but also like, what do you say? It's, it's kind of stands on its own. Yeah, there's nothing really much to say about Casino. It's, it's like a, it's a good gangster movie. It has like the classic. Like his soundtrack is fucking awesome, of course. Like it, this is basically like Goodfellas, like times a thousand type of stuff. Sure. So it's it could have been it, could, it probably could have been shorter, even though although I I usually I mean I I don't mind long Scorsese movies. So. But, no, and well, and it's but, a good it's a good quick three hours. I mean, we watched it when mm-hmm. it was four, and it was a pretty good quick four hours. You know, because it's. It doesn't have a whole lot of dead zone. Like I, I kind of had mm. a problem with the Hateful Eight a little bit because it was so yeah. long, uh, and I yeah. thought you know it was a great movie, but there was so much time of them just talking and nothing happening, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, it's a freaking Tarantino movie. Everybody just kill each other already and say witty shit, you know? Like, <laughs> it was like eight people. Like it's literally eight people in a cabin for yeah. four hours. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of like, okay, I get that you're conveying the, the, the slow, you know, time thing going on, but at the same time, like, do something. Because I, I, I've, I've criticized him since Jackie Brown about that in a lot of times where, you know, he'll take a two-hour movie and make it three hours. Um, he got away with yeah. it. Yeah. He got away with it in Kill Bill, but only because he split it up, I think. Yeah, I mean, his movies are just getting longer and longer, too. The same with Scorsese. They just, like, make however long movies and which i which i don't mind them i i, I get the criticism for sure like, yeah like... yeah well and i mean i almost <clears throat> see it from like the director's perspective too where they're like yeah well you know i'm scorsese so even if i make a four-hour movie they're not going to tell me to they're like you know maybe 30 years ago they'd be like no you can't fucking do that but now they're gonna like let me do it so i'm gonna do it <laughs> wasn't well, that's, that's funny thing because like comparing hey boy to casino Casino, like I was watching it, it's light on your basic narrative. Like it's more like just like kind of like following these characters along. Yeah. So, so it's not like a real hardcore narrative, but Hateful Eight is the exact opposite, where the narrative is just it's like just constantly building and building. It's, uh, yeah, the entire movie is basically the narrative, the plot. You know, in four hours, so it's like if you could just med mend like meld the two together, you'd have like a perfect. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Because yeah. Casino, like, when you watch it, it's like, when you try to tell them what the plot of Casino is, it's basically like, well, it's these ga- gangsters in in Las Vegas and how they fuck everything up. <laughs> like, and that's basically it. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Stan Lee died. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah, it's all over my Facebook. I mean, it could be a, it could be a hoax. I know that I've seen, seen the freaking Stan Lee's dead hoax one, more than once on my social media, but... Uh, like two or three people have linked it, and I mean he is ninety five years old. Okay, speak so... and not to like uh, dismiss Stanley's death, but can we can we go on a pet peeve of mine for that? Sure. I fucking I fucking hate it when people die, 
And you got to be the first one to post it on fucking Facebook. I fucking hate that. Yeah, I do, right? <laughs> like, everybody's got to, like, post it. Like, oh, my God. I was like, like, why are we rushing to do that? Like, that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know a few people who are just like, they won't post anything. But then, like, when people start dying, it's like, click, click, click. I'm like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, I but don't know. We could but, do a but, whole episode on how Facebook sucks and people do shitty things on Facebook. That's <laughs> <laughs> just my one. Like I know, I know a couple of people who are just like, all they do is post like morbid shit all day. I'm just like, I, why do you? Why are? Why am I? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start snooze. I snooze everybody. I'm just like snooze. To snooze somebody that means you don't see their feeds anymore, but you can like still be friends. You you snooze you snooze basically their feed for thirty days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can always tell I can always tell when people come back. I'm like, oh wait, why am I seeing like five posts from this guy? Oh, his snooze ended. Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I snooze a lot of people. Because like it was like, why well, don't I get rid of them? I just wish they would stop posting dumb shit, and eventually I'm hoping they will stop. So <laughs> mm, I don't know. They never do. No. But speaking, you know, I guess on the sad note of Stanley dying, I guess we should should wrap this one up. Yeah, I mean, where do we go from there? I guess you know. I mean, we already <laughs> talked about how Facebook was evil and Stanley's dead, so that's kind of we'll just end this one. This is the real Empire Strikes Back one here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to, next week we'll have we'll have like we'll, we'll, we'll some, watch some Ewoks. Yeah, we'll have some wholesome podcasting going on. Yes. So on that note, uh, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Stanley. Peace out, Stanley. <laughs>